We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. White Sox podcast coming to you live from Studio A of our CHGO offices here in the West Loop of Chicago. Already got three likes. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit that subscribe button. Welcome in. That's Herb Lawrence. Hello. You can follow him at HecknerWall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. You can follow the show at CHGO underscore White Sox. Our producer today is Sarah. Hi. Hello. Um, we got another like, so give a thumbs up button. We miss Vinny. He's telling you to give up a thumbs, uh, give a thumbs up button. Um, Vinny's uh, out somewhere. Yeah, somewhere in this world. We'll be back eventually. I also don't know where he is. Enjoying a vacation. He told me, but I don't know if it's for my. Oh yeah, no, he's for um, me to uh, for me to tell anybody Space else. Space Mountain. Yeah, he's he's doing like a hiking trip with friends. Yeah, that's what, what he, a hiking trip with friends oh, hiking and his trip wife. With yeah, friends. I said Space Mountain, and you said yes. So I, I, I thought mean, he was in. Oh, I mean, he you meant Space Mountain, mountain the the amusement park. He is close no? to a mountain. Never mind. I don't know about Space Mountain. Not hiking in the Everglades. No, not in the Everglades. No, okay. is it a it's hilly in the place? Swiss Alps. It's a very hilly place, apparently. Yeah. Swiss in Alps. No, it's no not the Swiss Ever- Alps. Yeah. The Everglades <laughs> is not a hilly place. It's a swamp. Anyways, swamp. <laughs> We've been doing report cards. We kind of did Tim Anderson one yesterday. We're going to talk a little bit more about Tim Anderson today, I feel. Um, so we're going to bring it back. We're going to be talking about Tim Anderson a lot. It's the White Sox offseason. Um, we're also going to be grading Andrew Benatendi. Yes. And honestly, I don't know. What, what else is there to say? I mean, I want to see the grade you gave him. I mean, I kind of know it already. I, gave him? I know what you gave uh, him. Um, well, we're going to talk about the uh, <laughs> Rangers uh, and their advancement to the AL uh, or, or to the World Series, winning the ALCS, uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Josh Barfield's recent comments to White Sox talk. And uh, shout out to Beef Loaf. I did not listen to Chuck and Josh talk. I listened to Beef Loaf. Uh, so if you are looking to uh, avoid on the Anjou, uh, mm-hmm. on the Anjou, if you are looking to avoid the uh, state media, uh, you can go listen to Beef, who I think is completely anti state media i mean mm-hmm. that's that's the essence of anti-state media is yeah. the beef um all right so let's get in to andrew benintendi first because i don't like to mess around i don't like to not jump right into the headline correct you assume that's why people are clicking on a podcast is because of the headline so let's jump into it sarah do, do you have the grades what did you send me this morning what the grades that i sent out yeah I said that he was a D offensively. What? Well, let's see. D offensively, F defensively, and then overall like a D minus. You said D for offense, F for D. Or uh, yeah, D for offense, F for defense, and D minus overall. Yeah. I'm what glad you world gave him was he a D for offense? Yeah. I like I that was, there's a plus sign. I was grading him on a White Sox scale, but yes, in we're just trying to say. Like the full league, how he performed as a $75 million man, even though he's only $8 million this year, I would say his performance was above, above failing, just above failing. He wasn't great. The five home runs isn't anybody's favorite thing. But, yes, he was one of the worst left fielders in baseball, period. F- and I don't disagree with the grades that you gave him. They are cumulative grades come out to be the F plus because I put a D. 
on his What's office. an F plus a D? I guess an F plus or uh, still, a D minus. Still failing. Um, <laughs> and I don't disagree with failing uh, Andrew Benintendi. He got a big boy contract, so he should perform like a big boy. And can he did not. I, can I just, this is, this is the only reason he gets the grade. And I think it's the clearest thing in the world. Like, he gets an F. Yes. Not because of how he performs compared to the White Sox and the White Sox curve. Yes. Not compared to the rest of the league. This was his worst season in his career, and it wasn't close. It was his worst defensive season. Yes. It was his worst offensive season. Yes. He was the worst version of himself that he has ever been. That is the worst you have ever seen Andrew Benintendi, period. I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm not trying to be a, a rude person. Yeah. He was bad by every single metric that he's ever set for himself. Um, compare him to the last regular left fielder who's now currently playing first base. Why was that guy ever playing left field? It's because the stupid decision to sign the seventy-five, the guy to $75 million contract and to put the first baseman in left field for two straight years. And to put the DH in left field, too. I mean, it just seems like maybe left field's cursed. It is. Well, it's cursed because you don't have a good scouting department, and maybe Gene Watson, who was brought over from the Royals, will help that out. Probably not. But, Dan, thank you for coming over and saying what's up, and everybody else in the comments, too. But I think that uh, Andrew Benintendi I had high hopes for, and, of course, I bet you that he would hit 10 home runs by the end of the year. He went half of that because he's not good at baseball this year. It was just so disappointing. I looked at the stats, and I was expecting to see something better than what he actually was. From people who are qualified to play left field, getting their representative amount of at-bats, he is the absolute worst left fielder right. in the American League. I think only like Brian De La Cruz is worse than him. He had in more the than five league. home runs. Yeah, in the league. So, <laughs> like, a zero. Like, he was replacement level in F4. Zero. That is hella bad. And you're paying him for four more years. More. In these four more years, he'll be paid a lot more than he got paid this year. So, yeah, he failed miserably this year, and it's it's sad to see. Now, you can say it positive. He, you said it's the worst stats that he's ever had this, in his career. He can only go up, right? Well, the age doesn't go up. I mean, like, is he gonna be? Is he gonna be like twenty six? He's still in his prime. If you go by the what twenty seven to thirty one, yeah, but that's just like a common out. I mean, is LeBron James out of his prime? Yes. I mean, okay, but like, when did and that man's prime didn't end at thirty one? Oh, yeah, it's prime. Yeah, I mean, his that, prime that extends forever. Started when he was twenty and it ended when he was thirty seven. Yeah, like I mean, so sometimes you're just a different athlete. And I don't know, was Andrew Benatendi ever a world class athlete? He was a very good athlete with great hand eye coordination, and I think that his athleticism has completely fallen off the table. Yeah, and we got the news that he had been still dealing with hand soreness and from his off-season surgery to uh, repair his handmade bone from last year mm -hmm. and so my question is to the White Sox and the two people who are now gone Ken Williams and Rick Hahn is why do you sign a person that was hurt like he ended the year hurt did not play for the Yankees in the playoffs and then you're first out to jump and get that man. And then he admits during the season that, oh, yeah, that didn't heal properly. And I'm still dealing with it throughout the season. I'm looking for an offseason where I'm just healthy. It's like, yeah, how about you do the Michael Conforto thing, take off a year, and then come back healthy instead of coming back and then the White Sox jumping out and getting you and signing you to the richest contract they've ever put out. That's the thing. I just, well, I mean, I, after I heard that, I was like. strategy for him. I was like, oh no, for him, for it him worked out great, swimmingly. Great idea, but I know I'm. It might be that monkey paw thing, man. He's like, yeah, I would love to get a big time deal, but then that big time deal goes to the White Sox, so he has to do <laughs> like all this hard time, and it right. doesn't feel like he's actually making seventy five million. Yeah, so it feels like purgatory. And then the next time he wishes, it's like, I would love to play over one hundred fifty games, and it's like, oh, I play over one hundred fifty games, <laughs> but I suck. <laughs> no, I suck. <laughs> next time he, he's gonna wish, he's gonna be like, oh, I, I wish the White Sox uh, win the World Series, and then he's gonna get like off the team. Like yes. he'll be the Frank Thomas <laughs> of the 2005 team. Um, I mean, again, you look at those guys and you're asking like, why did they sign him if they thought that he was injured or still recovering from that hammy bone and giving him the, the world's largest contract is because a, they couldn't close a deal. 
I mean, you look back, and if they did have the opportunity to spend on superstars like Manny Machado and Bryce Harper and had meetings with them, and again, we're just held back by $25 million reportedly uh, for Machado and then just never made an offer to Harper, period. Yeah. Um, you know, you just you just wonder how good of those guys are at closing those deals. Zach Wheeler uh, apparently was offered enough money. You just couldn't close that deal. Um, and I want to say something before that, about that before yeah. you go on. I know people give Rick and Kenny the pass because Zach Wheeler's wife lives close there. She lives in New, was born and raised like in New Jersey, was close to Philadelphia. And so, yeah, I get that. But also offer more money. One more million dollars when we're talking about 125 is not that much more money. Offer 25 more million dollars and see if she wants to live in Philadelphia that bad. Maybe she doesn't want to live in Philadelphia that bad. And also, if you look at the taxes between Illinois and Pennsylvania, that contract, that one million more dollars you offered is negligible because the taxes are slightly lower in Pennsylvania than they are in Illinois. So, yes, you you offered more, but did you really offer more? No. You offered the same amount, and she chose the better situation in Philadelphia. Yeah. Paid off. Uh, well, actually, we'll see. I mean, it paid I, off already. They've already gone to the World Series once. They might go tonight for the second time in a row. No, 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 no. I, I've seen a lot of uh, narrative uh, out there uh, that if you don't go to the World Series, uh, it's it's it, you suck. Uh, Your so, season's over. Yeah. Everything's bad. Um, my favorite, and we'll get to the Astros just in a little bit, but I can't even hold this back. Did you see the one guy that was like, the Rangers had to spend half a billion dollars to beat the Astros? Astros, haha, LOL. It's like you should be ashamed. Are you proud of yourself? It's like, yeah, yes, yes, yes. They, they spent money. The Rangers they, have only been to the World out. Series what once? They've never won it. Never won it. Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> Ask any <laughs> Rangers fan today if it's worth it that they spent all that money. And I'm and I know Slavko has gotten dunked on all day long for his tweet he did last year, but he came out re, uh, like a real true true gentleman and took his L. True gentleman. Re, retweeted it. He's kept that tweet up. Hey, if that was me and I kept on getting dunked on continuously by both Chicagoans and Texans, I would have maybe I'd delete my account altogether. But he kept it up. And today he said, hey, man, I'll take my L. Congratulations to the Rangers. I was like, hey, man, tip to the cap of Slavko because that's got to be a tough go on Twitter where you're just getting dunked on constantly. Constantly. But he said that, you know. The five hundred fifty-six million on John Gray and Simeon and uh, Seager. Would you want that? Hell, at the time I was like, hell yes, give me that. And if it doesn't work out, the last person I'm gonna be blaming is the general manager. That's why AJ Preller still got a job in San Diego because they went out and tried to do it, didn't work out. He's still working. I don't know what the hell they're doing with the manager now, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, that guy seems honish at this point. I mean, oh, I AJ Preller. Yeah, I saw something about a. a, a Padres fan saying that he's now in his ninth season. He's never had a 90-win season. Nope. Um, you know, you just bring in Bob Melvin, a guy that I would have loved, a guy that the Giants would have loved, and apparently. Now, and now he's just gone. Yeah, and they in division in the division. Yes. So, and they're just like, no, we're fine with that. Yeah, I don't. Because they're trying to get some hot shot guy. I forgot who they had. There's some guy already in their uh, in their clubhouse they're trying to get. I forgot who it was, the name. But yeah, I would not leave Bob Melvin go in division because we've seen Bob Melvin take teams, that San Diego team last year, to places that they shouldn't have been in the NLCS last year. I mean, again, I've, I, I'm still a proponent of managers don't matter. I think that, well, managers don't matter unless they're horrifically bad at their job. Yes. And uh, – don't actually say anything I mean like I, I have not been able to glean what Pedro Grafalt does um, so I guess that manager matters because you could just see how bad that team fell off from 2022 to 2023 and partly on the players uh, as well but uh, anyways I, I I feel like we're getting off Ben Benintendi yep. we're stuck with him yes forever. I, I hope you could, you could clip this now you, could, you mark it down I hope he's better um, but I don't know if it's a good sign because you told me when you paid out the bill or paid out the, the bet. Yeah. I was going to Vegas. Yep. That I should should go bet. Invest it if you want. Yes. I should go put it on. Uh, I put it on roulette. Put it on 23. A, because of you. But then also, numbers spending anywhere. Yes, 23. 23. And I put it on five because he had five home runs. <laughs> <laughs> and that paid out the bet. And we lost that money. Both of them. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, so, I, I won 100 bucks. 
And then, and then I threw it away. Immediately um, threw it away. So I don't know if that's a good sign. So for, you are Andrew Benatendi, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good sign for Benatendi's future. Um, all right. So one part I want to focus on here is the defense. Um, the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Baltimore Orioles, the Texas Rangers all lost 100 games in 2021. All three of those teams made it to the playoffs uh, this year within two years. Now, to be fair, the Pirates also lost 101 games or 100 games uh, in that season, uh, and they did not make it to the playoffs this year. Um, you could also look at the, uh, I think it's, no, that's it. Okay. Uh, so not every team that lost 100 games uh, made it to the playoffs like the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, but you're stuck with Benintendi. Yeah. Five years. You have four more left. One thing that we have seen from at least the Rangers and Arizona is an improvement defensively. Um, and we also see Josh Barfield be hired over uh, as the minor league uh, coordinator from the, the Diamondbacks, uh, now uh, a part of the White Sox front office. Um, so what I'm trying to look at, and was talking to our guy Jim, is can the White Sox actually be competitive in 2024? What does that mean? And they have been avoiding the word rebuild, retool. I like the word revamp. They still won't use it. Um, like, how does this team go from 100, what, one losses this year uh, to something that is actually watchable in yes. two years? Um, it seems like Josh Barfield, who recently talked on the White Sox Talk podcast, uh, brought up defense. Um, in right field, you know, he mentioned you usually look for a banger, a guy that's going to uh, provide a lot of offensive pop, uh, but how they can immediately help the team, immediately help the pitching, is uh, run prevention. Yes. Um, you look at uh, what these teams have done. Sorry, trying to put pieces all together. Um, you look at what these teams have done. Uh, Arizona... 2021 went from negative 13 outs above average in 2022 to 44 outs above average in 2023 to 32 outs above average. Uh, you look at Texas, 2021, 27 outs above average, 2022, negative five outs above average, 2023, 28 outs above average. Now you can kind of see that maybe defense wasn't their problem and that's why they spent like $500 million on pitching. Yes. Um, smart idea. Uh, and Baltimore a little, you know, a couple different things. Uh, their pitching got a lot better. Their defense got a lot better. They went from negative 29 outs above average to three outs above average, uh, back down to negative 17 outs above average. Um, but they also completely changed their stadium. Yes. <laughs> and made it impossible for Aaron Judge to hit homers out of it. Uh, so they also run prevented by uh, construction. Um the point that I'm trying to make is the Sox went from negative seven uh, outs above average to negative 17 to negative 17. Um, and with each year, their pitching got progressively worse. Yeah. I think, especially building off the conversation that we had yesterday about Tim Anderson and what the option is going to be like for him. Um, I think that it's really all about how they turn the defense around and how Brian Bannister can excel that pitching. Um, but it's also like you got to look at what the pieces are going to be there. Uh, sorry. Uh, in center field, Robert, uh, 12 uh, fielding runs value. Uh, Moncada this year, negative uh, one fielding runs value. Uh, Vaughn, negative five fielding run value at first base. And Benintendi, negative 14 fielding run value uh, in left field. So you can just kind of see, like, there's one guy that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And maybe Robert's greatness negates Benintendi's horribleness <laughs> in left field. Uh like, can the White Sox actually contend with Robert Moncada, Vaughn, and Benatendi for sure being on this team in 2024 um, because of their defense? I don't know if that makes any sense. Only, I kind of rambled there for a bit. Yeah, no problem. And I know that Andrew Benatendi has a gold glove, but I think he has a gold glove like Rafael Palmeiro has a gold glove. It's not earned. Just... He played left field and for the Royals. Like, oh, is that Alex Gordon out there? No, it's Andrew Benintendi. All right, here's a go glove. Um, only two of those people are known for their gloves, specifically. Luis Robert, who has won a gold glove and earned it, 
and, one another. And Yoan Mankata, who we say he always brings the glove, even though the numbers and the metrics as of late haven't like backed up those statements. But the eye, the eye test tells you that Yoan Mankata is a pretty decent third baseman. Now, the other two, I don't think can get better. Like incrementally, yes, but not like they're going from negative 14 runs fielding runs value for Andrew Benintendi to a positive runs value. Maybe he can shave off come of those a couple of those negative things and make it like negative five. All right, and same thing with uh, same thing with Vaughn. But they weren't brought to the major leagues. They didn't win the Golden Spikes awards, be the Benintendi or Vaughn, because they can field. They are brought here because they can hit. And if they did hit, we wouldn't look at those numbers. So I know what you're saying, and that's a good thing that those three teams went from 101 losses to the playoffs, and now we're seeing Texas in the World Series. But I think two of those guys can be a defensive stalwarts, the first two guys I named. The other two guys will be bad at defense, and I'll put those in quotes, and they will be judged on what they do with their bat, strictly with their bat. I don't think we saw many plays with Andrew Benintendi where we're like, man, he is a terrible left fielder. There's a couple that dropped in there, but there was never like, man, he looks like Andrew Vaughn out there, even though the numbers might say they were pretty equal. I hear your point. Mm-hmm. Um, I just – I don't know how important – like, I don't know if we could just write off how bad Ben Attendee and Vaughn were in the outfield. Yeah. Because um, you look at Texas' outfield, um, Evan Carter and Travis Jankowski were four fielding run value in left field. Uh, Leody Tavares was seven fielding run value in center field. Garcia was an eight fielding run value uh, in right field. Um, the White Sox, again, have that in center field. Um, but, like, I, I don't know how – much of a negative Benintendi like will be again I guess and I but I also don't understand like how his wrist hurt him yeah. like that's what yeah, that's I, again why that's I, why I just how think he gets it, better that's that's why I'm just worried that he's just gonna be like horrible yeah like I just I, I don't know how steep of a hill Josh Barfield and Chris Getz are climbing up right now because you do have this just albatross of a contrast contract in Benintendi whether it's the worst contract ever uh whether it's worse than Grandall or Adam Dunn or LaRoche LaRoche which I mean he probably signed for like two years um or I mean who else was bad um Navarro Jaime Navarro was pretty bad but there wasn't that many bad I mean, they don't sp- again they yeah it wasn't like they, they signed a big money big deal and then that, that flopped necessarily that's why the Adam Dunn one is very glaring and that's why when you look at the Albert Bell one when they set the 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 market Baby. you know even though it wasn't that big at the time like you know in, in the performed. grand scheme that man performed it's almost like you pay major leaguers money uh it's you know i don't know they play like major leaguers um i i, I we're talking again going back to my conversation with Jim um he doesn't understand how they can contend and we'll take a break here but if you think that your plan is to contend in 2025 shouldn't they be as aggressive as possible in 2024 to get there yes because the Rangers lost 101 games they spent over $500 million in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, and we're season. bad all 2022 for the most part. They lost 94 games. Yeah. And guess what they did after that? Spent $225 million. So that's a grand total of $775 million. And I'm not saying go spend $775 million or $500 million in this current offseason. Go ahead and do it, though. There's not, well. There's not, yeah, there's not any Simeons or Seegers out there, except for one of them. But you look at when the Mets, what the Mets did last year, you know what their fifth highest contract was? Um, the center fielder. I can't think no, of his name. No, Kota Sengai. Oh, man. Pretty great. good, right? Awesome. Starting pitcher. Awesome pick. You know, nasty, nasty forkball. Ghost, ghost, uh, was it ghost uh, forkball? Yeah, f- forkball. Filthy. How much did he make? Uh, so what, $75 million? Yeah, five years, $75 million. They signed him the same fucking contract. It was their fifth guy. <laughs> that was the fifth guy, that, like, like, total salary that they signed. The White Sox signed Andrew Benatendi. And then Clevenger. They signed two people, and one of them sucked just completely yes. at baseball. The other one, it's not his report card, so I don't actually have to talk to him about him. He uh, was all right, but didn't play enough. He didn't play enough, and he also had the thing after the contract was signed. Yeah, Why yeah. don't you jump into Hero Bread uh, and talk about uh, some of our ads? Uh, again, we're going to keep these very professional. We won't be witty at all. Witty is very uh, off-putting. Ad? 
Yeah. Okay. So uh, no, no wit here. Uh, let us know about the great, fantastic hero bread. All right. I started using hero bread and eating it because I don't know if you guys know this. I have type two, two diabetes and I didn't want to give up my favorite things like sandwiches and quesadillas and wraps. So hero bread has been great for me. I'm sure you'll agree when you try it. Need a low carb option for your lifestyle or dietary constraints? Founder Cole Glass baked 100 muffins per day before he found the perfect blend that fits his allergy constraints. That's what pushed him to start Hero Bread. The texture and taste is so delicious. Like, you would think something that has low net carbs would be grainy, not good, tastes off. No, absolutely not. I've tried the flour, the flour tortillas. T- tastes exactly like flour tortillas are supposed to take. But... They have high fiber and ultra low net carbs and zero grams of sugar per slice. Hero makes slice beds, buns, and tortillas that are available at Hero.co and at Amazon. Right now, Hero Bread is offering CHGO fam 10% off their first order. And I can uh, attest this because my fiance, Courtney, bought four uh, packages of the Hero Bread flour tortillas. Just came in the mail yesterday. Ate them on myself. Just go to Hero.co and use our code CHGO to save on Hero Bread today. That's H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 10% off today. 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 And I've tried it. It's fantastic. I don't have uh, type 2 diabetes, but um, it is just... Good for everybody. Right. And it's... it's, it's, uh, but, uh, I don't want to say it, low carb, right? It's low net carbs. Low net carb. It's yes. like zero to two carbs. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, go go try it out. Um, the delicious fiber, too, to help everything get moving. Um, we also want to let you know, um, I don't know if betting gets your fiber moving. Oh, does all it? the time. It doesn't? Okay. Because I'm so bad at it. <laughs> What? <laughs> um, I still do it. <laughs> we want to let you know about our friends over at Circa uh, Sportsbook. Uh, they are brand new to the Chicagoland area. Uh, so make sure you are, well, I guess, to the state of Illinois. It's not really just the Chicagoland area. Um, but they have a new location up in Waukegan at the temporary if you do go on to visit the uh, physical location uh, but you do have the world's largest sports book at your fingertips now uh, so go download it at uh, circusports.com slash Illinois dash app uh, to sign up today uh, and there are currently live odds that we can check in on uh, game seven of the NLCS Phillies are minus 160 to win outright Diamondbacks are plus 146 to win outright uh, Rangers are currently the favorite to win the World Series at minus 120 so if you do like a NL team to advance out of the uh, World Series maybe now's the right time to bet them um, Bears line for this weekend is currently plus eight and a half against the Chargers on the road. It's a home game. Yeah, There'll be a lot of Bears fans there. Oh, it's a home game because it's in it's in LA. LA. And okay, there's no Chargers fans. I like that line too. Um, mm-hmm. And also the Blackhawks play tonight. Uh, plus two oh eight on the money line versus the Bruins over under of six. Puck line is uh, at plus one and a half at minus one twenty eight. So if the Hawks uh, can uh, at least stay within a goal of the Bruins, uh, you can uh, check that out. And hey, if you think the something crazy is going to happen with Connor Bedard in his rookie year, uh, they're fifty to one to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> so go check out all of those odds and download the app today at circusportscom slash Illinois app. Uh, they are always going to try to have the best line possible for you. Uh, that line of minus one sixty for the Phillies tonight is the best for you as a better. Uh, to place money on that team to win outright. Um, same with the Diamondbacks, too, at plus 146. So either way, uh, you are betting, uh, whether it be the Phillies or Diamondbacks, uh, their low-hold model will always help you the better. So, again, you can download Circa Sports Illinois today at circasports.com slash Illinois-app. Also be on the lookout for Circa events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or somebody you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. Text GMB833234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. I want you so, to deal with your problems by becoming rich. <laughs> the uh, thing is, I'm bad at betting because I went 0-2. Somebody told me on Twitter I went 0-2 and was pretty mad at me that CHGO always predicts these things and thinks they know everything. I was like, dude, you're coming a little, little hard. So if you, I always get it wrong, fade Herb. I like to be right. I, I never said I am right. No. If I was right, I wouldn't be here because I'd be winning more money. I'm going to say bet the D-backs to win tonight. That's what I'm going to do. Really? I am. Why? Because it's plus money. Okay. I mean, hey, especially for a game seven, I mean, you look at what the lines were for that Rangers 
Astros game. We were off because I thought Scherzer was going to be a lot worse. Oh, yeah. Javier, that was worse. Um, but it was like minus 130 for the Astros. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, you, you could just see the, what, you make 30 less dollars? Or I don't know how that, that math ever works out. But um, 30 less cents? I don't know. Um, Depends on just, how much you bet. Just, just on the actual, you know, NL, AL matchup. Um, and the Astros and Rangers were more evenly matched, but whatever. Um, everyone that I heard has said Phillies are winning tonight. So the first person that has said the Diamondbacks are winning. I don't know how that does for you. Yeah, I'm more of a Phillies fan, but I do have a Diamondbacks hat, so it works either way for me. <laughs> I'm good for it, but it I works see the, for us because we have PHLY and uh, PHNX. Yeah, and I see a plus money opportunity on a game that's pretty much a toss up. Was it Fott versus uh, Suarez? Suarez? All right, let's go. Let's battle. Both have been uh, saviors of their teams. Where I looked at Brandon Fott and like, ugh, no pretty solid in this playoffs same thing with roger ranger suarez yeah but i mean like this is the first time that he's seen like that was the first time he saw philly yeah you think he's gonna strike out nine again no and it was in arizona so it's gonna be tough but i'll put my money behind the d-backs tonight and it's kind of like a uh a hedge emotional hedge yeah if i win baby money and the d-backs go to the world series if i lose all right fine phillies go to the world series i'm i'm fine with losing money there a $10 bet, $20 bet maybe. I've been a horrendous gambler, uh, so uh, just don't listen to me. Um, I mean, listen to me and download Circa, but you don't have to. It's your own money. Pick your own things. Um, so one thing with the Rangers, we saw them jump out to a quick lead against uh, Christian Javier. Um, I, I now can't find the thread, uh, but there was a thread that they were talking about where uh, they just noticed they were swinging under uh, like elevated fastballs. So their trick was to like literally swing like two balls ahead. So like if they thought the ball was going to be here, like they were just kind of doing it the eye that they would have to swing like at a ball actually up here okay. to hit it. And that's like where you see, you know, that, that elevated fastball that Seeger hit at like 113. Um, he's just changing his swing path and, and, and taking it out. Um, I really loved what the Rangers did, Chris Young did in building that, that team. Um, not that I actually like know who their, their hitting guys are, but like, it just does seem like Bruce Bochy is giving them all the confidence in the world. It seems like that coaching tip clearly led to more runs, right? Like it just seems like each and every single facet of the Rangers right now are feeding one another. Um, the owner spending money is feeding the general manager. Uh, there's a great quote from uh, The Athletic uh, where it said, um, he said, uh, if you think you got a good team, keep adding. Uh, Dayton Moore, who's a senior advisor to Chris Young, said he keeps the throttle down. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to take from this is like, if you do think that this is a good team, Mm-hmm. And speed is of the essence to Jerry Reinsdorf, and he thinks that Chris Getz is the actual guy. There can't be any expense spared. So whether it's a seven hundred million dollar price tag, whether it's a two hundred and fifty million dollar price tag, whether it's ten players that are getting paid like ten million each or whatever, like there should not be a single expense spared in this White Sox rebuild. If you do want to have the success of the Diamondbacks, the Orioles, and the Rangers. And the one thing that we haven't heard about, Josh Barfield mentioned, you know, he wants a, a little bit more of a focus on defense, wants guys to grind out at bats more. I got some stats on, on that a, a little bit later. But it just comes down to the guy that makes everything go. And it's not Tim Anderson who's stirring the drink. It's not Andrew Benatendi playing horrible defense in left field and will be for the next four years. It's not Andrew Vaughn's 5-5 ass playing first base. It's not Yasmani Grandal uh, with his butterfly stance behind the, the, the uh, you know, behind the plate. Um, it's not them trading every single one of their starting pitchers at the trade deadline. It is Jerry Reinsdorf spending money. And I, I understand that I've said that before. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm going to say it again. Baltimore Orioles paid all that money for fucking construction. I mean, yeah. they paid all the money to pick up every single one of the the, the people that the uh, the Astros and you know the owner how he didn't like uh, was the guy fired James Click Click right. Uh, so he, he didn't like all the analytics people. He got Dana Brown in, longtime baseball guy. They got rid of all those analytics people. Yeah, the, that's what the Orioles spend their money on. <laughs> they just got all those guys, um, right? They just picked up people from a winning organization. Yeah, um, like 
if there is a ton of holes in the front office, is there if there is a ton of holes at the major league level, player wise, at the, the the major league level, player wise, there should not be a single expense spared. Maybe you don't get a Bryce Harper this offseason because there isn't one available. But I mean, for the love of God, there's a Shohei available, but I got it. And they already well, that's said he a different, wasn't going to go That's a different there. discussion. Yeah, he wasn't going to go there. But yeah, but I also you. why? Because he's a dumb, he's a dumb owner. He's a, one of the worst owners in the history of baseball. It's almost, hey, it, you know, if he if he could only think back to a time when he was an owner and had the greatest athlete of a sport <laughs> on his team and knew the media frenzy that is around not only a major player like that, but an international superstar. Yep, you'd think. He'd see all of the, you know, the, 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 what's it called, dollar signs around Shohei Otani's head. Yeah. And that there'd be value in signing him. Yeah, he doesn't but, think you of know, those. That's, that's deaf ears. He doesn't think that way of, I spend money, I make money. You think the Texas Rangers owner is regretting his decision to sign and spend? And I know people put the totality of the contracts, but literally he's only paying these guys $30 million, $25 million this year. So it's not I don't think they're, all $500 million this year that they got to throw at these guys. I don't think their payroll's over $200 million. Yeah, exactly. But like they're playing guys like Travis Jankowski, who's a career journeyman. And he's giving Mitch them— Mitch Carver. Yeah. third. He's giving them great effort. I mean, Leotis Tavares comes up as a young player and is finally doing the things that they've wanted him to do. But Jerry doesn't understand, like, you spend money so those places where you don't have people at shortstop and second base, you go and get superstars. And then they elevate the rest of the team because they're just so damn good. And then everybody else is like, man, I wish I was getting tips from Cody or I wish I was looking like what Marcus Simeon is. Because I remember when Marcus Simeon left the White Sox, I was like... Good luck, Ace. A man can't play defense at all. He can hit a little bit, but he's not good at all. That man has turned into a champion of a player, and that's because White Sox scouting and White Sox development was bad for him. He was drafted, scouted, and developed by the White Sox, and when he, le- when he left the White Sox, he was no great shake. Same thing with Chris Bassett in that same trade. And he came back to be a great player for both Oakland, or all three, Oakland, T- uh, Toronto, and now Texas. See, I would see the White Sox having the second base and right field's positions open and maybe even catcher and saying, that's where I'll strike. And then maybe getting one great starting pitcher. If you're not going to spend all the money, spend a great deal amount of that money on a big time player. I don't know who that big time player would be. I would, there's a lot of pitchers out there. But if you're just going to go through the motions this year and just sign a bunch of all Sarans, that's what your ex, your uh, examples are going to be next year. You're going to have a bunch of all Sarans and all Saran stats with all Saran um, achievements, and you're going to be in the same position next year. You're like, well, we can improve to 71 and 91 instead of 61 and 101. Great. You improved 10 games on a bad team. But did you get better? Did the actual team get better? And I don't think it will get better if the White Sox do White Sox things this year. The reason Chris Getz got signed, because he likes and knows baseball the way Jerry likes and knows baseball, I would take advantage of being a first-year guy, knowing that Jerry takes a long time to fire somebody, and ask Jerry for the moon. What do you have to lose? All he's going to say is no. Ask him, hey, can I sign this guy at the top of the market? This will solve X, Y, and Z. You see the Texas Rangers did this, and now you see them winning the World Series or in the World Series. You see the Philadelphia Phillies signing a bunch of players who are free agents, and now you see them in the World Series, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Ask them where the Rays are at. They don't spend money. Yeah, they make the playoffs every year. It's like we're either we're going to be the team that spends a lot of money on players or the team that develops and has a big-ass staff like the Rays. We're neither right now. So – I would, if I was Chris Getz, I'd be like, let's pick a lane. If we're going to do this, we're either that analytics team that doesn't spend a lot of money or we're that team that spends a lot of money and, you know, shoes the analytics away. Ideally, you would be both, but, you know, Jerry Reinstor. So that's what I would go in if I was Chris Getz. What do you have to lose? He's not going to eat his own words and say, I'm, you're fired, Chris Getz. You've got this job for at least five years, minimum. As long as Jerry's alive, you probably got this job in the next five years. I mean, 
it's going to be like Sisyphus pushing that fucking boulder up a hill. Like, can I get more money? No. 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 Um, it only takes one, though. Only takes one. And that's how you get Andrew Benatendi. Um, <laughs> if, just, you ask, if you ask for all that money and you finally get Andrew Benatendi, you deserve to get fired. And that's why Rick Hahn and Kenny Ways are where they at. Um, so let me just run down these names and just stop me if one truly makes you salivate. Okay. Aaron Nola. Yes. Blake Snell. Yes. Cody Ballinger. Yes. Reese Hoskins. No. Eduardo Rodriguez. No. I so, mean, don't take my nose as I won't want them. No, no, they just I'm don't make me salivate. salivate. Yeah, I'm man, making sure people salivate. know. I'm okay. just trying to like. Go ahead. If the White Sox went out and signed, yes, those guys. All, you said all at the four beginning. of those guys, Smash you wouldn't pass. have any complaints. Oh my god! Right? We're not against adding major leaguers. I'm just saying, like, I don't think that there is a Seager and or a Simeon out there. It's right? Like Bellinger, I, I, who I think is of that ilk. Bellinger plays first, first base, base basically. Yeah. And so, I would, and, and Andrew Benintendi or Andrew Vaughn, I would have to say goodbye to you. That's fine, but also, I think that, I mean, again, or put him in right me, field. This is me talking. Yeah. Or put him in right field. Put him in right field. I'd be fine with Bellinger. Yes. Um, Bellinger and Sonny Gray. Yeah, I love that. Jesus Christ! I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> that like, would be the like, best signing, the signing period of all time in White Sox history, for people who are not. At the top of the market, but close to it, Bellinger's probably the top of the market offensive player, if you're not counting Shoy. Well, but and then he's only offensive this year, so. Yeah. Um, I Again, I, I don't know. I just, what is the actual budget? We don't have that answer, and I don't think we're going to know that until all the dust is, dust is settled. And I, I, it really does seem just thin of a market, and that's why I'm just concerned because the White Sox have a – first-year general manager who's never done this and then has to go ask Jerry Reinsdorf for money every single time. And then and the hard part, actually negotiate with these people. Right. I hope Jeremy Haber has his uh, negotiating chops together. His hard hat on? Yeah, because uh, this man has never done it. Chris Getz. It's going to be a tough go, friends. Uh, I got more questions for Herb after the break. I uh, want to let you know, though, about Fubo TV. They have 140 live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. You can stream live TV from any device and watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. Best part, you can start watching immediately with a free trial. And there's no contract, no cable, no hassle. You can just start uh, sign up and start watching immediately and there's over a thousand hours of cloud dvr included at no extra charge so if you're trying to tape you know golden bachelor trying to tape uh you know all the world series games coming up maybe you're trying to tape some football because you're going to be out of the house or something i don't know uh you can with a thousand hours of cloud dvr included at no extra charge with fubo tv and you can watch local streams while traveling uh it is the best deal out there um i love fubo tv you can watch all your favorite college football and nfl with fubo go to www fubotv.com slash chgo that's fubotv.com slash chgo to sign up for 15% off your first month of fubo pro um tried a lot of the uh streaming services the live tv services fubo extremely consistent no uh drops ever the record thing is 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 always on 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 lock like you know never missing out on any of my shows it's a great deal if you're looking for a streaming service indeed i agree are you on the market for a new vehicle if you are then we have some great news for you. Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram in Fox Lake, Fox Lake have joined the CHGO team. And at Ray CDJR, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. And right now, during Ram Power Days at Ray CDJR, only in Fox Lake, you'll be able to secure 0% financing or 17% off new Ram models. But that's not all. Now through October 31st, explore their newly renovated showroom and take advantage of their limited time seven-year anniversary savings. So, if you're in the market for a new vehicle, then you have to check out our team at Ray, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, because they are the only team we recommend. Visit them today at Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit Ray CDJR in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com today. 
serving the community since 1963. Also, I want to let you know about our friends over at FOCO. Uh, we have been able to uh, deck out our uh, set back here. There's a nice little Southpaw one. There's a nice little TA one as well uh, back here that were donated by FOCO, uh, helping us deck out our set decorations. Uh, go show them some love at FOCO.com. That's F-O-C-O.com. Or click, click the description below. They got hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. You get fitted in the best sports gear around, whether you're trying to deck out your man cave, whether you're trying to deck out your closet, maybe uh, even your car. I think they got like a, you know, some like steering wheel covers. Mm-hmm. We probably got uh, not cup hold covers. Maybe they got like cup holder liners. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably got like a couple keychains. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got everything over at FOCO. So go check them out. FOCO.com. Click the link in the description below. And again, for all non-preset items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Like the Andrew Benatendi Arkansas Bobblehead. Uh, that's uh, a non-preset item. So you can go uh, get that uh, for 10% off over at FOCO.com. And finally, we want to let you know about our friends over at Goose Island. Herb, do you like beer? I love it. Oh, look at you. Drinking a 312. Uh, that's the 312 Wheat <laughs> Ale. They got the beer hug family they got the full pocket pills which i saw is back in the uh, fridge they got the Oktoberfest as well as we're coming up uh, seven days away from halloween folks uh go support chicago's beer uh see uh, uh, go support chicago's beer goose island beer company uh chgo supported by goose island beer company and they've been chicago's beer since 1988 we got a tailgate with goose coming up uh with all you can drink uh goose island along with uh some all you can eat uh firewater barbecue uh go check that out on november 9th tickets are at allchgo.com slash events grab an ultra fresh brewery exclusive beer at goose island's original brew house on Clyburn avenue in lincoln park or from their tap room on fulton street in west town when it's not a chgo tailgate today or go after the game uh goose island beer company chicago's beer okay so got a couple questions for you herb first okay. off i asked this one to jim jim and i had a lot of back and forth today about the White Sox. Jim's a good sounding board. He is. And I, I should have asked you this yesterday okay. when we were talking about Tim Anderson. Who do you think needs more of a change of scenery? Tim Anderson or Aloy Jimenez? Aloy Jimenez. Really? Yeah. I mean, Jim said the same thing. Yeah. I had the same reaction. Because there's still, I mean, I know there's a vocal White Sox fan base that wants to see Tim gone because this year was just horrid but tim has given the white Sox more fun than he has given them pain aloy has just been potential his whole career none of this has been aloy hitting the ceiling all this has been middling aloy man if he would stay healthy stayed healthy this year and he wasn't that great and so i think yes once aloy leaves the white Sox and gets some tutelage from somebody else a la marcus simeon etc etc He'll explode. He'll be the player that we've wanted him to be. Now, we need somebody else coming back from the other side. That's that's why I wanted to do the whole um, trade last year with Kelnick and um, Jesse Winker coming to the White Sox and them and Seattle Mariners getting Aloy. Didn't work out that way. Winker didn't have a good year, and Kelnick hit a water cooler because he's an idiot. But I think Aloy would be a better trade candidate for that because his market is still – not at the top of his market, but it's still not tanked by a horrible year like Tim's was. And I think that Aloy will actually thrive somewhere else. Now, I know Tim will thrive somewhere else, but it's his walk year too. So that could be conflated with that. So I, he would be good in 2024, no matter what I think. But I don't know if that's because he's on a different team or that's because he's on a contract year. I think Tim needs more of a change of scenery. I think that's a guy that is a professional, ha, ha, can knows what to do, uh, to have success in the league he just needs the health and a clear mind to do that and I think leaving Chicago could possibly help him clear his mind there was a lot of pressure with him after 2021 to be the guy and I don't know what two difficult years like 2022 and 2023 have done to his you know charisma character his his ego yeah. uh, that swagger um, but if Josh Barfield is mentioning swing decisions being so important to the White Sox. Wouldn't the person that would benefit the most from swing decision, I mean, Luis Robert, because he's the best athlete on the team, but isn't the person that would benefit the best the most from swing decisions Aloy Jimenez? The guy with the 54% ground ball rate? Like the guy that is swinging at everything and uh, is consistently flailing outside of the zone? Like if 
Aloy, who we've seen has great, you know, contact skills along with power, is able to elevate the ball and, you know, hit the ball in the air more. I don't know. I think he just needs more coaching. Yeah, I right. Th- like I think I think he needs like some of that Rangers help. Like you know where where they actually have a guy that's like, oh hey, you guys should swing up at the ball more. Um, and look at that, they won a game. And also, um, I think that like I think the White Sox keep on telling Aloy, and maybe he thinks in his head, hey, you're just a good hitter. And have we seen the good hitter? Like I would rather him be Kyle Schwarber more. Selling off for power and hitting the ball in the air and ha- have a low batting average, well, while still maintaining a decent eye, than what he is now. He's just a a flailing player that's not doing anything. And when he does get contact with the ball, he like said fifty four percent ground ball rate. That's unsustainable for anybody, especially a guy that's supposed to be hitting the ball over the part over the fence. So, yeah, I would think that somebody on a different organization is going to say. Bump all the stuff that you learned from the White Sox. You are powerful. You don't need the hard swinging to hit the ball over the fence. Just this relaxed swing and have somebody with insight like Kevin Long if he goes to the Phillies. Goddamn. Man, that would be beautiful. I would take one of those players that got playing right now in the Phillies where Aloy Jimenez coming back. Give us uh, Kyle Schwarber, straight trade. Please. Why? Why? Why would they say yes? Younger, doesn't cost as much. Can hit home runs in the in that park and then that league. I don't know why they would say yes, but you know, just give me somebody. They need to trade somebody to get somebody. But I'm just thinking about how Kevin Long and the the Phillies have fixed yeah. a lot of people's swings and sold out sold out for power because Kyle Schwarber wasn't this player as the Cub. He was more of a I'm trying to no, get on base. I, I was trying like, to hit home runs occasionally. They, fi- they fixed Schwarber. Yes, he's good. And so Aloy sucks. And so he's making twenty million, and they sum those. Is it Aloy I, making? I understand. No, he's not making that much. But I can see them saying, "Hey, you know, he's making twenty million, and he's thirty-one. Aloy's twenty-seven, twenty-eight, and he's making less than that. Let's get him in here. Just recycle Kyle Schwarber and get a good bet." Yes, you would have to send more for Kyle Schwarber. I know you're not. I know you're not actually thinking that this is a this is a thing. But not one for one, no. Twenty million dollars for Schwarber next year. Twenty million dollars in twenty twenty five. Unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty six. Aloy will be an unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty seven. There's two club options after this year, but he's making thirteen million, sixteen point five, and six uh, and eighteen point five. No money. He's making absolutely no money. What? And the and the and the and the potential has not been tapped into yet. And how old is he? He's making more money than than Schwar- he's making. Schwarber's making Total, forty yes. million. But not per year. It's like you're not an accountant. Yes, I am. At the in 2025, he'll be making 3.5 million dollars less. That's a drop in the bucket for John Middleton and the it Phillies. Is. I'm just saying, somebody was going to fix his swing. I wasn't doing it as a serious. Hey, one for one, give me Schwarber. I would love to have Schwarber. But Beefloaf makes a good point. Yes, he should have traded him last year when he was at the top of his game. I I think he's saying that. He's, that he's saying, still good. He's saying keep keep Aloy. Um, I don't. What are you saying, Beef? You say keep Aloy. I would say he's saying keep Aloy. I say trade him. Um, but again, twenty twenty one, fifty five games, ninety nine OPS plus, though, and too. was hurt. Uh, do we have to leave? Oh well. Um, sorry. Sorry for Bulls the guys got three today too. Show. What I was trying to get to though, um, it's all about swing differences for the Sox. Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't even know how to say it, say all this within two minutes. That's Herb Lawrence. You can follow him at Ectromall23. Uh, he's our CHGO White Sox community leader. I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. You can follow uh, the show at CHGO underscore White Sox. Thank you to Sarah for producing us. Um, I do feel like this was a frazzled episode. My apologies to that. Uh, but one thing was clear. Andrew Benny sucked this year. He was terrible. Bye. Go silly.